The magic of online dating, if you're a man with a successful career or your own business, and the last missing piece of the puzzle to an already pretty good life would be a fantastic woman. You really want to find the right girlfriend, life partner, or wife. This podcast episode is for you. Today, we're going to explore the magic of online dating, why it's useful, how you can use it, the downfalls and the dangers of it, and the mistake that a lot of men make, which is to ignore the in-person interaction side. And they are only hiding behind the screen and why that's detrimental to your future relationship success. So why is online dating amazing? Well, you can touch your phone, your iPhone 15, which is no different to the 14. This was not a 15, by the way. But once the 15 comes out, which is exactly the same thing as the 14, for all the Apple fans out there who are as disappointed as I am, you'll touch it in the right way and a beautiful woman appears who wants to get to know you. That is the magic of online dating. Online dating is so powerful because it gives you a chance to access millions of women. Think about how ridiculous this is. Your grandparents, most likely your great-grandfather, your great-great-grandfather, and all of the generations for tens of thousands or perhaps hundreds of thousands of years would have killed to have the opportunity that you now have, which is to get in touch with a woman from the comfort of your home or your office or the toilet in your office. Create a connection. Create emotions within her that will want that will make her want to meet up with you. Now, you can never fully make anybody do anything, of course, but you can drastically increase the probability that she'll feel desirable emotions or other emotions of desire towards you through a screen without ever meeting her in person. Somebody who you might never meet in person. And we're going to talk about the importance of in-person approaches in a couple of minutes, but somebody who you might never meet in person because you just wouldn't run into her, you'll now be able to connect to just by creating a profile, texting with her, and meeting with her for a date. It is absolutely mind-blowing. And a lot of people like to complain. They like to be cynical. Online dating is skewed against us, man. The algorithm is rigged. Excuses. Bitch-ass excuses. You have the choice as to whether you want to look at what's right or what's wrong. Tony Robbins says what's wrong is always available, so is what's right. The fact of the matter is that you're not even really competing with that many men out there. Is there a high degree of competition on dating apps? Do you have to learn to stand out? Of course, but you're not even competing with everybody. The only person you're really competing with is 5% of men who really have a good profile. When I sign into Fernanda's sister's dating account, Tinder account, for example, and I swipe through male profiles, it's absolutely shocking. All of these people should be in the program. Now, I probably wouldn't let half of those men into the coaching program because we have an extraordinarily high standard, not just in terms of their intelligence or achievement, but really more so in terms of the quality of their character. They have to be warm. They have to be kind individuals. There has to be a personality fit because in a coaching program, you really work with people, be that in a group coaching or a one-on-one, -on -one, whatever the approach is. It's real, actual coaching. So real relationship is developed. But in terms of a need, do they have a need? Yes. 99% of men out there have a need because they have no idea what they're doing. So it's quite shocking. The standard is extraordinarily low, which is great news for you. 
You're not competing with that many men out there because it's actually quite simple to stand out. But you have to build a profile in which you stand out. If you do exactly what everybody else is doing, you're going to keep getting the exact same results that everybody else is getting. And if you keep doing the same things that you have done in the past, how on earth would you expect different results? So, Online dating is amazing. Yes, there's huge competition, but you're not really competing with everybody. You're competing really with 5% of men, okay, who have a great profile and then 5% or 10% of men who are just extraordinarily good looking and they don't have to have a great profile. But what you're realizing is with 80, 90% of the people out there, you're not even really competing. And the same is true when you actually approach people in person. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's stick on the online dating subject for a moment. If you live in the US, let's say you're 45 years of age, Maybe you've been married, maybe you've never been married. What dating apps should you look at? Well, there's a couple of different places. There's obviously Tinder, there's Hinge, there's Bumble, there's Match.com. If you're religious, there's Christian Mingle. There is, for for all kinds of religions, if you happen to be Muslim, there's Muzmach. There's all kinds of dating apps that feature slightly different target audiences. And how these dating apps differ is, one, by target audience, And second, by functionality. Different apps have different functionalities. Now, you might say, well, how big a difference is the individual platform going to make? Well, the individual platform is only ever going to make 20, 30% of a difference. It is a lever for sure. But what you have to understand about these platforms is they essentially work based on female psychology. Online dating is just female psychology. Let me give an example for, or an analogy from the world of social media content creation. I create content. We create content. We have over 2,000 short-form videos on TikTok. We have over 700,000 followers on TikTok, over 400,000 on Instagram at this point in time, 200,000 on Facebook, and so on and so forth. So I know a thing or two about content creation. There's plenty of people out there, and I've fallen prey to this misguided idea at times as well, which is you put up a video, it doesn't perform well, and you think you're shadow banned, or the platform's reach just has decreased in general. No, the piece of content that I created, the video, just sucked. I might put a lot of effort into a video. We filmed a video a couple of days ago that I thought would do a lot better. Yeah, you can watch it. It's basically, should you pick her up on the date? It's on Instagram at this point in time. I would have expected it to do a whole lot better than it actually did. It only got like 60,000 views, which for some people would be shockingly high numbers. For us, it's kind of eh. I would have expected at least 100,000 given the effort we put in. Now, is it that the algorithm sucked? No, it's the creative wasn't great. Yes, there's a little bit of variability and not every video is going to go viral, but either the hook sucked or the video wasn't as enticing that it created a high degree of viewer retention, which is what the algorithm rewards you for. So it wasn't the algorithms or the platform's fault that the video didn't perform. The video simply didn't hit the right psychological triggers. And the exact same thing is true when it comes to online dating. You can blame the platform, but if your profile doesn't hit the right psychological triggers, if you don't understand how female psychology works and how you have to present yourself authentically yet effectively, then you will not get results no matter what the platform. Because things like social proof, lifestyle, status, having good angle, good lighting, and the million other things that go into the creation of a great profile, they matter regardless of the platform. 
So don't blame it on the platform. Well, Tinder is only for hookups. Nonsense. Fact of the matter is some women are on Tinder for hookups. Some women are on Tinder for long-term relationships. Some women are open to both. You're most likely a man who's looking for marriage. You're looking to date with intent. Whether you want to get married or not, you want a life partner. You're looking to date with intention. You can make that clear on the dating app. You can have a pre-screening qualification mechanism on these dating apps, which is amazing, by the way, because you don't have to go on, at some point, for example, what I see with my clients all the time is they eventually get to a point where they have one or two, some even three dates a week. And some of them gone from really, like I spent a weekend in Balaga with one of my one-on-one clients a week ago. And when he came to me, he had a date a month, maybe less. And he ended up having two to three dates a week. And his intention is absolutely a relationship. And he was in one, but then it turned out that she wasn't quite right for him. But look at the change it's made. And obviously, we're not finished yet. The journey's only started for him. But the difference it makes is staggering. And what we realized is he almost had more dates than he was actually able to go on. So what online dating allows for, which is what we've done, which is what we continue to do, which is what you should do, is to pre-screen. Look for values. If you have certain political beliefs, you should absolutely screen for those. If your values... There's a lot that you can... I don't want to go into too much detail because... I'm not here to prescribe your preferences. This is not about what I value. This is about helping you find somebody who values the same thing as you do. But there's a lot that you can tell about somebody based on what's in their profile. And if there's things in there, like a lady with short pink hair, for example, and you happen to not like that because of what it most likely represents, well, then you just eliminate that and you just swipe left. Or if she likes you, you unmatch. You can save yourself a lot of time. You have to understand the opportunity costs that associate with your time. And even if you're so successful in your business or your career is so advanced that you have, happen to have a lot of time at your hand, you still don't want to waste it with the wrong person because instead of spending an hour and a half on a date with a woman who isn't right for you, you could go out there and socialize and meet other women and get the winner effect. And you can change your neurology, which is the next thing that I want to talk about. So finishing up on this pre-screening thing. Online dating doesn't, allow, doesn't just allow you to get a lot of options. You can also pre-screen and pre-qualify so that the person you go on a date with isn't randomly selected. And I don't just mean by looks. Actually, further, you can get an insight into their values. Obviously, you'll still have to get to know that person for a couple of months before you even consider a relationship. Minimum six to 12 weeks, which is very important. But it allows for a degree of pre-screening, which will save you a lot of frustration and time. Because as I was saying a minute ago, instead of spending two hours on a date with a lady who isn't right for you, you're better out there socializing during the day or at night. Now, you don't have to go to bars or clubs if you don't like that, but you've got to go and socialize in some way, shape, or form. Be that in shopping malls, be that in your yoga class, be that talking to people in Whole Foods, be that in bars, wherever, be that at a festival, be that at an acro yoga class or rock climbing gym. You have to socialize because it changes the neurochemistry. This is the point that I was alluding to in the beginning. You cannot just hide behind the screen. It's very important that you develop the skill set to approach women in person because it will give you a at a very simple level, a boost of testosterone and dopamine that you won't get from getting success on online dating apps. Because Andrew Huberman, Stanford researcher, professor, says wins preceded by effort boost testosterone. That means that if you put an effort into something and you get something that you consider to be a win, 
which is hopefully grounded in objective truth and reality, then your dopamine gets boosted. What I've realized with clients is if they get too many dates just from online dating apps, it can almost deplete their dopamine baseline a little bit. But if you socialize and you get a number after you had to approach or after you had to face this fear, this approach anxiety, this fear of rejection, this fear of what other people might think, and then you get a success, that boosts your testosterone and there is no crash. You will get the winner effect. And one of the most important things that I'm able to help my clients with, something that you have to do either for yourself or apply for a free initial consultation call, join the program, let me help you with it personally, is to create very fast wins. You need to get fast wins and celebrate those fast wins. In the beginning, even just doing an approach is amazing. Even just going and socializing is amazing. Even just setting up the dating apps is amazing. Obviously, we have a very high standard. Obviously, you're supposed to find somebody in a really, really short period of time. Not rushing into something, but creating high-quality options and then choosing somebody in a time-efficient manner. But at the same time, since dating is such a hugely psychological, such a hugely emotional subject, you have to reward yourself. And chances are, if you're listening to this, you are somebody who's quite hard on himself already. You have to become your own biggest fan. Nathaniel Brandon says that one of the pillars for self-esteem is the protagonistic relationship with oneself. You are so hard on yourself oftentimes. Your own harshest critic. Isn't that correct? And while that has definitely served you great in a lot of areas, a lot of the success that you've achieved, a lot of the progress you've made, a lot of areas came from being very critical. What's gotten you to where you are won't get you to where you want to be, oftentimes. And I'm not telling you that you should be positively delusional. Yes, kick yourself in the ass. Yes, hold yourself accountable. Yes, call yourself out on your bullshit and your shortcomings. Absolutely, you lack communication skills. You have no idea how to communicate with women effectively. If you did, you would have already done it. If you did, you'd already be in a happy relationship. You currently have blind spots. And you got to call yourself out like that. Now, it's not your fault. And... This is not a drama, so don't see it worse than it is, but see it as it is. But then you got to say, okay, just a skill set. I'm a man who's capable of learning whatever is required to achieve an outcome that I've set and so on. And keep in mind, we're not talking about flying to Mars here. That's for Elon. But I'm a man who's capable of learning. I have years and years and years ago developed the meta habit of learning. I can develop a new skill set. And all that's required to find a meaningful relationship with a beautiful woman inside out, somebody that you can have a family with, settle down with, something for the long term, like a high quality relationship, is high levels of confidence, a competence, which leads to confidence, an understanding of the dynamics, and a degree of support because you as a man will experience setbacks you know that whenever you set yourself a goal there are moments where you develop a degree of frustration there are moments where you go on a date you have really high hopes for it and she just doesn't turn out to be as amazing she has a couple of red flags maybe the odd lady doesn't text you back even though you're following the texting framework frustrations are inevitable but they're not a problem if they are expected, if they are anticipated within a given percentage as part of the wider process. 
the reason most men fail is not just because they lack, as I said, confidence, communications, which are what I forgot to mention, and understanding of the dynamics and the support. And the support can come from yourself, the support can come from other people, they can come from coaches or mentors, is because they dip into these frustrating moments, something goes wrong, and then they don't know how to get out of that frustration because they don't know what caused it to begin with. I'm sure you've had that. You install dating apps, you delete them. You reinstall them, you delete them. You get out and you socialize a little bit. You go on a couple of dates, get a couple of dates, women lose interest in you. Maybe you're not getting any dates at all. You don't know what's wrong. You don't have a process. And you can create that for yourself. Absolutely, it's possible. But it might take you quite a long time. And do you need a coach? No, you don't. I really want to make that clear. And that's not a marketing pitch. That's not a sales pitch. It's actually quite the opposite. It's deeply grounded in what I believe. Nobody needs a coach. Nobody does. Scientology tries to create dependencies. That's not my aim. I'm not trying to create a dependence. Nobody needs a coach. Now, can it be absolutely helpful? Might a coaching program save you 5, 10, 25 years of suffering? Yes, absolutely. Are there some people who will never figure this out without coaching? Yes. Are there some who will, but it will take them a lot longer. They'll burn a lot of money. It'll be extraordinarily frustrating. They'll burn opportunities. They'll lose out on relationships they could have already had. Yes, absolutely. Anybody can achieve whatever they want to by themselves to a large extent with free information that's out there. It's possible. It might just be a fucking pain in the ass and take 11 years because 80% of success in all areas in life, be that online dating, meeting women in person, is psychology, is mindset. 20% is mechanics. And in my coaching program, we have techniques for online dating. We have a texting framework. We have attraction building strategies. Everything is explained in detail. And some of these mechanics are almost like magic. You apply them on a date and all of a sudden, she stays interested in you. You apply them way further, way sooner along, earlier along in the funnel, so to speak, on dating apps. And all of a sudden, oh, they show up to the date. I'm getting more equality matches. Those are the mechanics and they work and they can save you a lot of years. But the psychological element of blind spots, of having the right mindset, having the right approach, what do I believe about myself? What do I believe about women in general? What do I believe about dating? What's okay to say? What's not okay to say? The mindset component, the psychology, the mastery of your mental and emotional state specifically within a dating context makes up 80% of it. So if you want me to help you with this personally, then apply for a free initial consultation call. Click the link wherever this episode may be posted, probably on Spotify, and apply for a free call. During that call, we're going to take a look at your individual situation. See where you're at. What are your challenges? Because they're a little bit unique. What are your specific goals, what do you want to achieve in what period of time. We'll map out a plan and you'll learn exactly what you need to do to get there. That first call is completely free. Let's have a look at your individual situation. It's really worth it. Little recap, online dating is amazing. Start using it, get serious about it, but also develop the skill set of approaching women in a respectful and effective way during the day as well as at night. Learn to communicate your personality. Learn to set boundaries. Get out there. Take a whole lot of action. 
It can't just be about mental masturbation. You have to at some point commit yourself and say, I will put this into practice, be that by myself, be that with a coach. I understand that the things that I want are on the other side of resistance, are on the other side of a little bit of fear, are on the other side of taking constructive and strategic action for a short period of time. And if done correctly, it can actually be a quite enjoyable process because keep in mind the number one predictor for happiness in life is relationships. Relationships to your family, relationships to high-quality male friends, and your intimate relationship.